Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Historic Radio City, this is the Jeff Wagner Show. Have we gotten to this point where people wake up every morning looking for something to be offended about? I live in this place called the real world, and I understand what is going to happen. Her story is, I was trying to scare him away. At the same time, she shot him point blank in the face. Okay, that's not exactly a warning shot. The Accurate Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now. Give Jeff a call at 855-616-1620. Coming up next, Squirrel. And now, WTMJ's Scott Morris. Off and running on a Friday afternoon, 88 hot, steamy degrees. Jeff Wagner is out. You're stuck with me until 3 o'clock here on WTMJ. You get involved, as always, on the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line at 855-616-1620. Tomorrow, they're saying the heat index near 100. Question, real quickly, uh, Eric, you're still here. When do we use index and when do we use indices? When there are two. Oh, Okay. So the plural of index is indices. I think you can get away with saying indexes. It just sounds funny. Indices. Yes. Indices. That's when you are talking about two. Yeah, it's the plural form of index. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we have back-to-back days where the heat index is over 100, on Monday we can say, what a weekend, the heat indices hit 100. Yes. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay, very good. I like the word indices more, but I think we got to use it right. Words are important. You have a myriad opportunity. Did you use. know? Yes. Did you know with the word myriad, you can have the word of after it it's or okay. not? It's okay. Yeah, either way works. Myriad of opportunities or myriad opportunities. Yeah. Did you also know that in the in the dictionary, it can be either wheelbarrow or wheelbarrow. Either pronunciation, either it is com- two completely different spellings, <laughs> but they're exactly the same thing. And if you're going to go the short run, you don't say you grab the barrel. You don't grab the barrow. <laughs> no. Yes, exactly. So it's okay. it's grab the wheel. Huh? Yes. Well, what's um, the explanation for the barrow? I don't know. My hunch would be is that it just kind of um, it's a company name evolved over time. Maybe you know they're kind of like are, Milwaukee. No. <laughs> Look. The dictionary, whether it's Webster, you know, whatever, dic- well, well, we'll use Merriam-Webster as the gold standard, right? Okay. They are not averse to adding words that suddenly become used but weren't originally in the dictionary. The most recent example was that last week or two weeks ago, irregardless, which is not a word, people. Now it's in the dictionary because because it's used that often. Because it is used that often. Uh, the ba- only time I hear that yeah. word is when people complain about it. Because irregardless of no, you don't have to say irregardless. <laughs> just say regardless. They mean the same thing. There's already a word for what you're trying to say, and actually you're just adding two letters at the front of it. But the good news is, is now it's a word, so now you can say it, irregardless of whether or not it should be in. Conversation. That frustrates me. It, it, it's as if it's as if the folks at Webster just gave in. Like, fine, you guys win. We'll add it to the dictionary. Irregardless is in the dictionary. Wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow is in the dictionary. Indices is the plural of index. So take that for what it's worth. You know what is today, by the way? Today, this isn't word. Well, it is kind of words in text world. Today is World Emoji Day. Yeah. World Emoji Day. Now, do you know why I scoff at that? I scoff at that because, yeah, somebody else on the text line, 414, says, thawed or de-thawed. De-thawed? No, I've never said de-thawed. You thought, you're thinking of defrosting something. I think that's what people do. You thaw out chicken, a.k.a. defrost chicken. You don't de-thaw chicken, Right? No, that is another good one. There was another one, too, that was just on the tip of my tongue, and now I forgot. I will think of it. I will. Um, ah, now I can't remember. But today is today is World Emoji Day. Now, friends, I don't know if you're familiar with my emoji policy. My emoji policy is that 
for guys, gentlemen, once you hit the age of 30, it's time to stop sending emojis. I know, I know, you've got that special someone in your life, your sweetheart, your significant other, your children, your grandchildren. Maybe grandpa wants to send a little smiley f- No, see, my policy is once a, once a guy hits 30 years old, no more emojis. To that point, folks, I am almost nine full years emoji sober. I have not sent an emoji since I turned 30. That's just one of my policies in life. It just is. Um, so, all right, 262 texter says, ain't is a word. Yeah, not, now it is. That's another one where I think, I think the folks at Webster just gave in to public pressure. Now the 60, yeah, okay, 608 says, you do dethaw chicken by placing it in the freezer. Aren't you just thawing it out? If you were to follow me here, dethawing is dethawing. Okay, I, I, okay, my bad, my bad. You, I see where you're going with this 608. I got gotcha. you. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you do dethaw something by putting it in the freezer. It's like a double negative. You thaw it out. You defrost. If you want to dethaw, you put it in the freezer. 262 says, why do people say over-exaggeration? Another misuse. You exaggerate, and then you over-exaggerate. Kyle, uh, producing, any word like that that just stick in your craw? Something that is you hear when it's misused, when it's overused incorrectly, and it just it just rings in your ear like a bell. Anything get on your nerves like that, or is, I'm just weird. I can't think of a word <laughs> off the top of my head, but a phrase uh, where people say like a it's a horse apiece. You don't like it's a horse apiece. No, I mean I don't. I don't. <laughs> what? Perhaps it's too old of a phrase for me <laughs> that I don't really understand the meaning. But I would I would imagine that if I had two horses in front of me, if they did not explicitly look exactly the same, uh, then they're not the same thing, right? I mean, they're they're all different. <laughs> well, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. What about that? I'm just getting more upset. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Fox Point. People say. Uh, the document is in PDF format. You don't have to say format because the F in PDF stands for format, does it not? Hmm. Okay, 414, uh, you nailed it. This was the one because this is a term that we use in radio a lot. I just used it this week with somebody. Pre-record. Now, sometimes in radio, you, you can't get a guest live, so you'll ask, hey, can we, and I've made this mistake, do you mind if we pre-record? Well, let's think this through. So you're either recording the interview ahead of time or it's a live interview. What exactly does a pre-recorded, or I'll say pre-tape, hey, if you can't do it live, we can pre-tape. You can pre-tape, You either tape. We can tape the interview. Yeah. I'm so glad that you mentioned that one four one four texture. That was the one that was on the tip of my tongue that I just completely forgot. Yeah, other people are bringing up irregardless. Two six two hot water heater. Hot water does not need heating. There's something. What's wrong? I I, I need a new hot water heater. Well, hot water heater. Okay, all right. I guess. Uh, let's see. If I told you once, I told you a million times. Don't exaggerate. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, somebody else saying you defrost. Let's take a look at this here. You defrost a freezer so that it will freeze faster and better. You defrost. I got to think. See, this is now hurting my head to think about. Um, Scott, the phrase that bothers me the most is when people say have a good rest of your day. Uh, Sherry in Hartford says that. Why would that bother you? Have a good rest of your day. I, I don't follow that one. You'll have to write me, Sherry, and explain that one for me. What's the difference between flammable and inflammable? <laughs> I love words. 
But they drive us crazy, don't they? Do you have a phrase? Or I mean, I guess we can. If somebody wants to call in, we can take it. This is not. I don't know what. How are we starting on this? Oh, heat index. That's what it was. See, isn't it fun to try to trace back the conversation? It's called a hot water tank. Okay, hot water tank. Self quarantine myself. Self quarantine myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, eight one five. You're right. We're talking about overused terms, literally. I have said that the word literally has become not only misused, but overused and misused. And I'll I'll sometimes fall into the trap, but I'm really cautious of not trying to go down the literal, literally wormhole. But yeah, literally, like, don't tell me what it's like. Tell me how it actually is. Words are important, people. Words have meaning. This is Jeff Wagner on WGMJ. Yeah, we've uh, <laughs> we've opened up Pandora's box now. That's okay. Four one four says, "What the heck is a double lifetime warranty? Double lifetime." Warranty. The word or phrase that really annoys me is free gift. If it's a gift, of course it's free. The word across has no T. It's not across the street. Here's another one along those lines. Folks, it is an asterisk. Not an asterisk. An asterisk. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people get mad about irregardless. Look, I'm with you on that, but it's in the dictionary now. It is. It's in the dictionary. Mm -hmm. Scott, when people say as well as, to me this makes no sense. What happened to also or to? Well has nothing to do with it. Burns me up. I end a conversation with anyone as soon as that phrase, (laughs) as soon as that phrase is discharged from their yap. Okay, that's strong. That's, that's kind of harsh. I mean, <laughs> what if your pastor says it? <laughs> That's it, pastor. I'm out of here. Mark from Bristol. The wordplay attached to this whole pandemic drives me insane. There's nothing social about social distancing, for starters. I have heard that maybe when we started with that phrase, it should have been physical distancing, which is more accurate. It is accurate. Quarantine uh, quarantine is a term for people who are confirmed sick. They say the greater good. Uh, okay, now we're getting too political here, Mark. I appreciate your point, though, Mark. But I'm just we're just talking words here. Hmm. Oh, this is a good one. 262. Or it is Matt from Milwaukee. People say, I could care less when they mean they couldn't or could not care less. I could care less. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there. You start thinking and you realize, wow, there's a lot. Uh, a couple phone calls here. Kathleen in Wapaka, good afternoon. Hello. Thank you for le- um, letting me in on this conversation. <laughs> My pet peeve, um, <clears throat> funeral homes use pre-plan. Okay, the definition of planning means, you know, your um, method or design to attain or achieve an objective. What is the pre-plan? You plan your funeral ahead of time. Yeah. Or you plan. pre-plan it. Yeah. Uh, you you pl- <laughs> pre-plan before you plan. Well, it, it, great one, Kathleen. Yeah. It's similar to what I said. Thanks for the call. It's similar to the example that we here in the radio business fall victim to, and that is, like I said, pre-tape, pre-record. No, you're recording an interview. You're taping an interview. What is pre-taping? What is pre-recording? Hmm? Madison, it's Chris. Good afternoon, Chris. You're on WTMJ. Howdy. Hey. Um, I've got two of, two of them. And just the first one, I don't know what it means, and I say it all the time, and I'm, you know, whatnot, when people finish a sentence with whatnot, and then the word so, like my daughter would be, well, my friend got a new headband, so, and I'm looking at her, so you're going to finish the sentence now? <laughs> And, you know, but I hear that all the time. People finish it. Well, I was told I was supposed to get the upgrade, so 
it's like that lead-in, you're supposed to finish their sentence. So right. you should have read the fine print. <laughs> so... <laughs> that one. Yep. That is the... Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the cue for you to take it and run. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate the call. I'll, I'll answer your question, too. Um, let's see here. Uh, the definition of whatnot used to refer to an item or items that are not identified but are felt to have something in common with items already named. Or number two, a stand with shelves for small objects. What? A stand with shelves for small objects is called a whatnot? Sure enough, there's a picture of a whatnot. Would you look at that? A whatnot is a piece of furniture derived from the French, and then a word I don't know how to pronounce, étagère, which was exceedingly <laughs> which was exceedingly popular in England in the first three quarters of the 19th century. It usually consists of slender uprights or pillars supporting a series of shelves for holding china, ornaments, trifles, or whatnot, hence the elusive name. How many of you have a whatnot in your homes? I'm willing to bet many of you have a whatnot in your living room right now, and you don't even know it. This is Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. Supposedly... It's not a word. Up north? Isn't north considered up on a map? Absolutely. Overuse of the word. Absolutely. Absolutely. The new normal. Well, that's. I don't want to get political here. We're just talking about words. And, all right. There's people on the phone. On, on Ed, uh, Rick. We'll, we'll do this one more segment. People love talking words. It's fine. It's good. It's Friday, right? This is one of those lighter things we can discuss because there is some heavy stuff out there, and we will get to it. Uh, you, you, you have it written all over your face right now. <laughs> yeah. You, are, I know. Like I could hear your, I could hear your. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just ready here to read about Mike Pence being in Wisconsin. Go ahead. What's your word? <laughs> Say it. I don't know what the meaning is. Kitten caboodle. The kitten caboodle. You mean you? You mean the, the whole, whole kitten, kitten caboodle? caboodle. Yes. All right. I think well, there is a, a kit, which means like. Oh, wait, oh here it says no. Eight. The kitten caboodle is the portion of a feline's hindquarters that. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say what? <laughs> what? I have the whole cast. Look, you got to wipe off its caboodle when it gets in the house. Come on. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look it up while you do the news. How about okay. That? Back for more. Here's WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Not today. Not today, big voice guy. Jeff is off. Scott Warris till 3 o'clock. All right. This is uh, taken off here. It's fine. It's fine. Words are fun. Words have meaning. Words are important. Put it on a T-shirt. I need to copyright that. Ed in St. Francis. Good afternoon, Ed. Hi. My peeve is general consensus. Consensus is the general opinion. So I don't think it's supposed to be general consensus, but you hear it used all the time that way. I like that one. I've never thought about that particular example, but you're right. You're right. Yeah. The general consensus is that the expression, gener- uh, the, the expression general consensus is redundant. Consensus, me- consensus yep. means that the majority holds the same opinion. In other words, it's the general opinion of the group. <laughs> Right. Good one, Ed. Down, you'll you hear it by the end of the day from someone. Another one to sneak in is orientate. I don't think there's such a phrase. Yes, yeah. yeah. You hold an orientation, <laughs> but you orient somebody. You don't orientate them. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. I appreciate it. <laughs> Rick in Jackson. Hi, Rick. Hey, how you doing? When you go into a retail establishment about eight or nine o'clock at night, mm. and when you're done buying whatever you're doing, the clerk doesn't even look up and just says. Have a good day. What's wrong with evening or night? At 8.30 or 9 o'clock, the day is over. I just think that's weird. Why can't they say have a good night, have a good evening? You know, it's crazy. I agree with you totally, Rick. In fact, that is one phrase that I try to get right every time I'll say it. it to the point where 
if it's, well, let's say right now it's 1241 in the afternoon. If you and I were to meet and have some sort of transaction, Rick, I would go so far, Rick, as to make sure to tell you, have a good afternoon. I think specificity in 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 wishing someone a good rest of the day, night, I think specificity in terms of that phraseology is vital. Good one, Rick. Thank you so much. Now, this is an interesting one. Tom in Watertown. Hey, Tom. Hi, Scott. Mine's washer that drives me nuts. Now, explain this now, if one. With, if, you, if you're working with a guy and he says, can you grab a washer, you go to your toolbox and you grab a flat washer that goes on the end of a bolt. Okay. If your wife says, can you go down by the washer? You don't go to your toolbox. You go down in the basement and you check the washer. And then, and then, may I add a third definition? A dishwasher. You know, I, I, I work in a restaurant. I, I, I'm a washer in a restaurant or something like that. I mean, I, yeah, that, I understand. So, so what happens when somebody has told you this, Tom? If your wife has said, can you go down to the washer and, and get something, what will you do? Will you bring her back the physical item out of your toolbox? No, I'm, I'm smarter than that, though, but I don't go, if a guy, if a guy asks me, I'm not going to go down in the basement and sit down there for a while and think, yeah, maybe I don't have to go back outside right. because, uh, to grab the washer. Thank you, Tom. That's good. All right, got to think about that. Yeah, the washing machine has turned into the wash. Stevens Point, it's Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hello. Uh, a pet peeve, fingers down the chalkboard, is when people say, I, I seen that, <laughs> instead of, I saw that. Mm. You, you don't seen it, you saw it. <laughs> but I could say, correct me if I'm wrong, Sandy, I could say, I've seen that before, yeah. right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Absol- absolutely. Not, I seen that. All right. Good one, Sandy. People say it all the time. Now, it's amazing, and I'm willing to bet, thank you so much for the call, I'm willing to bet that we have mentioned some here this afternoon that maybe you haven't thought about before. You are going to think about it now. You are going to think about it now, and I'm willing to bet you're going to hear them a lot more. All right. One more here. One more phone call. Let's go down to Florida. Where it? What's the what's the temperature right now, Hugh, down in Florida? Well, it's a very cool ninety-five, humidity about a hundred thousand, and uh, clouding up a little bit, and maybe a shower coming in. What is the heat index right now? Do you know? Yes, it's about a hundred and five. Okay. You know what happens on Monday? You can talk about the heat indices over the weekend. Did you know that? Right. Okay. Yes. Right. Go ahead, Hugh. What, we're, what, what is yours? We're, 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 yeah, we're fine down here until October, and then uh, the rest of the year is nice. But uh, for the next four months, uh, it's uh, it, it, we, we love going up to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. What's your word, Hugh? Uh, okay. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, my mother would always I'd say, "Hey, Ma, what are we having for supper?" And she would say, "Well, I'm, I'm putting together a few of the things we had during the last week, and it was called a connection." Concoction, a concoction? A, no, a concoction. <laughs> uh, good old, thanks for the call, Hugh. Mom's concoction. <laughs> bon appetit. Welcome back to Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> and the texts continue to roll in. No, I appreciate that. Look, there's, we, we could do this. We could probably do all three hours on, on that, but we can't and we won't. We are going to move on here now. Uh, I, I do, I, we, we do have to talk about what's going on with, with Morales. The news that we're hearing now, as Eric had in the newscast at 1230, as John Mercure is going to have more during Wisconsin's afternoon news after talking to the head of the police association, that the police union, is that uh, they're backing the chief. Which means what? It means that this is going to get, can I say, uglier? It's going to get more sticky? 
as this thing progresses. And I said this last night. I just, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it. And I think I'm imagining many of you are, are like me. Look, I'm a simple man and I don't understand what is it based on performance. And maybe the fire and police commission has data and documented information that based on performance is going to lead to the end of the Morales era. But I'm not a Milwaukee resident, suburb, but I'm here. We cover it. We talk about it. We know what's going on in Milwaukee. I don't know what, based on performance, would warrant his removal. Do you? And I have a series of questions. It was, it, it's something that, as, as I'm thinking about this process going through, it it warrants a lot of questions. And we'll find out on Monday night. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Scafidi was giving out the phone number for the FPC, but it sounds like their voicemail box has been is has been filled up. Is that, is that is, do I understand that right? The number because people are saying, well, what 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 can I do? What can you do? What what can we do? Monday night's meeting because of the pandemic. It's not as if we're going to be able to to f- flood the the room or be in the hallway or things like that. It'll be streamed, but you can make your voice heard. Right? People are upset. People are worried that the Morales era may be over. People want answers. The Fire and Police Commission phone number, Steve was giving it out. I don't know if you can get in anymore with a voicemail. 414 286 5000. If you want to send an email, it's fpc at milwaukee.gov. fpc at milwaukee.gov. Okay? Um, questions that I have. And I'd welcome your questions as well. I don't have answers for you. I don't know how this is going to play out. It doesn't appear that it's going to end well. Those are just, you know, indications, reading tea leaves. But we will see questions that you have for this situation. Here are some of mine. But 855-616-1620 on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line 855 616 one six twenty. Yeah, somebody said, "How convenient for the mailbox to be full." I called and left a message. Okay, so if you were able to get in, well, maybe you called before it filled up. But at any rate, four one four two eight six five thousand FPC at milwaukee.gov. Voice your opinion. Um, random questions I have that are on my mind. What would the removal of Morales mean for his successor? Think about this for a second. Whoever gets this job, if, if this is the end, whoever gets the job next, are they not going to be behind the eight ball with this community even before he or she has even sat behind their desk yet? I'm serious. They may be the best, most qualified, excellent candidate, superb person, and and may be poised to be a great chief, but... The minute that somebody else gets the job post Morales, is there not the situation that they're going to be kind of behind the game, as it were? They're start. You could say they're starting with a deficit when it comes to public support, not because of anything he or she has done, but because of how and why they're in the position that they're now in. Right? They may be brilliant, but. Will the community, just because they're not Morales, be skeptical, um, you know, be, be pessimistic about the approach they're taking? It's just, if this, if, if this comes to fruition, that next man or woman as police chief, they're fighting an uphill battle the minute they sit behind the desk, right? There's other questions as well. I welcome yours. And your reaction to this. I think, that, I think a lot of people are frustrated. A lot of people are frustrated about this. And I keep coming back to the question, why? Why? Why would they be looking at removing him other than, as you've heard, Steve and, and, and Scafidi and Eric Bilstad and John Mercure and the reporting that those guys have done? It's because he wasn't originally the mayor's guy? What? It's because his politics maybe don't align with the mayors or others at, at City Hall? What? 
It's because he's not an African-American? What? Some of the common council would appear to be headed in that direction. Like, I mean, it's, it's baffling, isn't it, for those of us who are just regular old guys and gals out there? It's a head-scratcher, isn't it? I've got more questions, and we'll continue. Let's get a quick phone call in here. We will continue this after the news, so uh, I I have more questions to ask. But uh, we are going to squeeze in before the news. It's Marty in Milwaukee. Hi, Marty. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Scott. I appreciate the uh, opportunity. Uh, you're asking the questions. Uh, I'm, I'm a citizen of Milwaukee, and I've been to 20 Fire and Police Commission meetings. I've followed this very closely. And uh, I'll tell you, there, there's a real uh, frustration in the city of Milwaukee. Uh, I can tell you for a fact that you cannot even drive two miles to the pharmacy in the city of Milwaukee without suffering uh, uh, the slings and arrows of traffic in this city. It is off the chart how bad it is. I have been going down to the Fire and Police Commission for eight years talking about traffic, and I'll tell you, the chief does not have a plan as to address traffic. The newest thing to watch out for, and this is a public service announcement, what the drivers are doing now is they are passing not on the right anymore, they're starting to pass on the left into the in oncoming traffic. And this is the most dangerous thing you can imagine, going down Lisbon Avenue, and you've got a car coming at you. You're going westbound, and this car is coming at you eastbound because they want to pass all the traffic on the right. Uh, it's, it's off the chart, and nothing has, has been done for eight years. We've been asking for this as citizens to address this problem. Okay. And the most egregious one, if I may, just one other one. Uh, Real quick, sure. You were talking about the you're talking about the investigator that uh, looked into the leaked files that went to the to the Journal Sentinel. That investigator indicated that the sensitive crimes unit was so much out of control that they had left they leave their files open. The investigator indicated that there were up to nine different people that had access to the sensitive crimes files where a where a complainant was exposed. Her name was exposed. What is that going to do to future complainants to the sensitive... I mean, that is probably the most important uh, item. It, it so is, let me ask you this, Marty. Mismanagement. Marty, let, let me ask you this. So yes. would you on Monday night like to see Alfonso Morales removed or, or however they do it by, by the end of Monday night no longer be our police chief? Well, I'm afraid so. I'm afraid that he is just in over his head. In my my humble opinion, he uh, is not able to manage a department of three hundred million dollars and all of the all those vehicles, all those different divisions. It's uh, it's a monumental job. I appreciate that, and uh, he's a good guy. I, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But he has disrespected the common council. He has uh, disrespected the citizens that go down to these meetings, and it's it's just a, an attitude. And unfortunately, it comes from being a 30-year Milwaukee Police Department cop. And it, it comes from the department. And now we're going to hear from the union guys. A thousand of these union guys do not even live in our city anymore. So you can, you can take their attitude with a grain of salt. They have abandoned the city that they were supposed mm-hmm. to, they, they signed up to serve. Marty? It's, it's a sad situation. Thanks for the call. Um, whether you agree or disagree with what Marty just said, you know what Marty did that we we have not been presented by the Fire and Police Commission, not to this point, for example, is reasons to remove the chief. You may think that Marty is wrong and Morales should stay, but what Marty just did, agree or disagree, recognize what he did. He said, I think he should go because of, and he mentioned traffic situations that have gone unchecked in his opinion because of the investigation uh that the, the uh that was in the news as, as he laid out he's given us reason we don't have any reasons from anybody yet right maybe we will on monday night i'm still baffled by it we'll continue 855-616-1620 morales should he be fired should he stay what are the questions you want answered all of that as we continue 
Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Historic Radio City, this is the Jeff Wagner Show. And now, WTMJ's Scott Warris. 855-616-1620 on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. I can make it as obvious as should Alfonso Morales be fired? Should he lose his job? Does Milwaukee deserve a new police chief? I'll get to my other list of questions, but there are phone calls, uh, a couple of them, actually. If you're on the line, hang on. I will get to you. Connie in Milwaukee. Hi, Connie. Good afternoon. I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Go ahead. Your, your thoughts. Should Chief Morales lose the job? Well, it's um, either lose the job or do it better, as far as I'm concerned. Um, my husband and son and several family members work in the city of Milwaukee, and I worry about them every day until they get home. Um, my husband and I have lived in Milwaukee for 30 years. We heard gunshots constantly. Um, the traffic problem is obnoxious. You were lucky. I mean, it was a shock if you ever saw a patrol car. And um, with the reckless driving, the I mean, my grocery store, uh, people were getting carjacked at. Uh, we tried our hardest to stay in Milwaukee, but we finally moved to Greenfield last year. But it doesn't help because every member of my family and uh you know, like I said, we have several city workers that work up there. My son, during work hours, his vehicle was hit by a, um, by a uh, police chase, uh, crashed into. My husband's garbage truck was shot up <coughs> by some people while he was working. Uh, I don't think there's enough patrol. I don't think that there's enough seriousness that's being taken as far as uh, patrolling the street. Connie, if, if, if you were, if you had the opportunity to sit down across from Chief Morales, what is the one thing you would like to tell him? Patrol, do their job. The the we on on Good Hope, one of the worst speed places. They had a fake police car. That's what they used to use. Now, everybody on the planet knew it was a fake police car. They had a police car sitting there with no one in it. That was supposed to curb the traffic and uh, speeding and everything on Good Hope, which I find obnoxious. Okay. Um, Connie, they, I, I, know, I appreciate the call. 70 miles an hour. Right, and I, I appreciate the call. I'm going to let you fly here. Um Look, we, we will find out if the points you raise, and homicide numbers are up. There are some statistical elements that people can use to say, we need to question the chief. But are, are we to the point where this now requires the removal of a chief and someone else be put in his place? Or are we at the point where we need to reassess where we're policing, how we're policing? Is it time to look at policy? And should that be the avenue before the removal of the person in the position? Are we to the point? I guess that's another question I ask. Are we at the point where, barring some unknown, behind-the-scenes, nefarious activity that we may learn about or would learn about on Monday, I guess, that says, oh, my God, you can't keep the man because look what he's doing behind the scenes. Barring some July surprise, to steal the political term instead of October surprise, barring that, are we to the point where it's time for a new chief, it's time for new leadership, it's time for a new direction? I just don't feel that it is. And I'm not saying that what Connie has said And what uh, Marty said just before 1 o'clock, I'm not saying that those issues that they raise do not need to be addressed and do not need to improve big time. I see it. I know there are issues as we drive around the city, on the interstate, city streets. Um, 
the conditions of neighborhoods, as, as Connie described, those are problems. I'm not at all minimizing those issues. But what I'm saying is, and what I'm asking is, are we at the point where they have now accumulated to such a degree where time for change? New person in the position. Or can a lesser step be taken to address? He's been very patient. It's Alex in Milwaukee. I appreciate your patience, Alex. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Go ahead, my friend. You have the floor. So so I am the immediate past president of the uh, National Latino Law Enforcement Organization for the city of Milwaukee. A group of Latino police officers that work under NPD that do nothing but civil engagement, community work. There's another organization called the Legal Martin. They are the African-American equivalent of us. NPD officers doing great things in the community. Both of these organizations, we back Morales. And that has not been mentioned in the Fire and Police Commission, nor the mayor, take reconnaissance of this. Morales has had an unprecedented term with officer, uh, line-of-duty officer death, coronavirus, and let's not forget that that department is greatly understaffed. There's 60 detectives short, officers are short, there's no lieutenants, there's no sergeants that are, you know, that the whole department is just short, and they want Morales to do more with less. That does not equate. That, that You cannot do that. I live in the city of Milwaukee. I've been here for 25 years, and you cannot give a chief uh, if you don't give them all the tools to fix the problem, but then expect them to do it. Hmm. Let me ask you this, Alex. Uh, it, real quickly, list the organization with which you're affiliated again. It's the National Latino Law Enforcement Organization. And that organization and, and the other organization that is backing Morales is what? The League of Martin. The African-American uh, you know, officers for the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Police Department. I need to I need to let you know, Alex. Your voices need to be louder, because until you called in and told me that, I didn't know that. And I feel as if those entities and those groups that are in support of this police chief, you're not being heard. Um, I, 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 what type of feedback have you gotten? Have you? Have you gone to city leaders, common council, mayor, FPC? Have you have I, you have you I, gone I, to them I, and said yes, where is your I support? Go, I go to fire and police commission meetings all the time. They don't they don't they just don't listen to us because we are part. We're not officially part of the police department. We're nonprofits and we do it on our off duty time. So this is all off duty police officers doing great things in the community, and we constantly write letters, we constantly write emails. And we constantly tell the Fire and Police Commission uh, our opinion and the support for police, you know, for Chief Morales, but they don't they don't listen to us because, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. You know, we, well, we're not we're sure. part of the problem, not part of the solution. Well, I would just say this, Alex, between now and Monday night, whatever coalescing has to happen, whatever organizing has to happen, you know, within your organization and and those who are in support of him you need to get loud and i i appreciate what you're doing don't get me wrong i'm just i guess giving some helpful advice because i don't know that the voices of support for this chief are loud enough right now i i'm really i i'm glad you called and told me about the support and we're going to hear later on wisconsin's afternoon news when john mercure talks to the head of the police union their support for this chief now we're starting to hear the groups and the individuals, but I don't think that that's loud enough yet. I don't. And right now, um, it, it, it's been largely crickets when it comes to, other than the chief himself who puts out that op-ed earlier this week, that's been the loudest, vo- the loudest voice for, Mor- for Morales to this point. Thanks for the call, Alex. I appreciate your perspective. Yeah. The loudest voice for Morales to this point is Morales on, uh, what was that, Tuesday or Monday, when he put out that, that opinion piece in the journal Sentinel. He has been his loudest voice to this point. That was one of the other questions that I have. That was one of the other questions that I have. Where are the voices? Where's the voice of Tom Barrett? Where's the voice, and I know she's stepping down, Griselda Aldretti, 
the executive director. I know she's on her way out. She doesn't want to do it anymore. And her departure and her reasons why give you insight into the FPC. But could Griselda Aldretti? I'm on my way out. I like the chief. If, if that's how she feels, could she not stand up and speak out in support of Alfonso Morales at this point? Where's the voice of the FPC? Are there, is there anybody on the FPC that's in support of him? Where's the voice of the Common Council? Where's the voice of Common Council President Cavalier Johnson? Where's the voices of Ashanti Hamilton, Kovach, Bauman, Dodd, Cogs, Rainey, Zamaripa, Lewis, Murphy, Borkowski, Perez, Stamper, Dmitrievich, Spiker? It, I, maybe, maybe somebody has put out a press release, and I will plead ignorance, send it to me, tell me. Kyle, if you find some, somebody calls, tell me where it is. I will look for it, I will read it, I will acknowledge it. But to this point, it has been the voice of Morales that has been loudest in support of Morales. And, quite frankly, those of you who have called into a radio show and texted into a radio show, you're the loudest voices in support of Morales right now. Is there anybody else in a position of authority or leadership or power that says... This man does not deserve to lose his job. You want to change or reassess policy and, and structure and direction, and maybe we ought to go this way instead of that way, try this instead of that. We can talk about that. But he could be out on Monday night. And my question still remains, why, beyond idiotic political feelings, and and simple skin color now some of you have brought up reasons you may agree or disagree like i said but give me reasons and maybe fpc will on monday night who knows we'll see but to this to this stage in this process which is by the way moving along rather rapidly would you not say this has escalated quickly i think is how you could best describe the last few days with the milwaukee police chief all i'm saying is where is the support for him? Does he have support? I, I genuinely want to know. Does he have support from anybody in a position to, if not do something about it, at least has a podium behind which they can stand and say, I'm in support of this chief, and here's why. Back to Take Your Calls. Here's WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Scott Warrison for Jeff. To the phones here, Bernard, good afternoon. You're on WTMJ. Good afternoon, and thanks for taking my call. Um, I agree totally with the young lady who called in earlier mm -hmm. and stated several issues that's going on in the city of Milwaukee that we feel is not being addressed appropriately. Number one, the driving. It is ridiculous. It's dangerous. And people are dying. You see a light pole down every other block. It, with the amount of police presence that we have, there should be a police on Fond du Lac Avenue, on Capitol Drive, on Good Hope. Where are they? Where are they? Put these people out there. Let them start pulling these people over. And I guarantee you, you're going to get some murderers off the street. You're going to get some people who shoot up the city off the street just off of driving. But there's no presence, and they just let this go, uh, I mean, just unrained. Uh, we appreciate their uh, uh, police pursuit policy. That's fine. But how are you going to handle and when are you going to handle these people who, who drive recklessly and do whatever they want to do, and there's no police around to even uh, uh, to even do anything about it. And then the other things that go on in the city. I like Chief Morales. He's a nice guy. Uh, he has a good spirit. But how are you going to address these issues? And it's appalling. It's degrading. It is counterproductive for you all to speculate that somebody wants Chief Morales all out because he is not black. That's not what this is about, but that's what you are making it about. It is ridiculous. It's fake news, as Donald Trump would say. Well, Bernard, nobody's trying to get... Bernard, let, let, let me just address that, uh, that last uh, point that you make right there. That is based on reporting. No, that's based on reporting and investigating and sourcing from others in City Hall. 
So, and, and I, this, this I, I say a, as much. Yeah. Right. This is hold on. Let me. Let, let, this is the problem that I have with this hypocrisy at six twenty, and in particular, individuals who report news. So Jeff Wagner the other day is on. No, no, no. Uh, talking Bernard, about, Bernard, no, Bernard, on, Bernard. No, I'm, I'm not going to hang up on you. No, 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 Bernard. I'm not going to hang up on you. It's just that I, I, I don't want to speak for Jeff. I'm just sitting no, in. No, the, no, I, no. So I, I don't know. I, I can't. Make, I can't. No, hang on. What I'm trying to make is the point. I'm trying to make is with the officer out in Wauwatosa. Let's do the review. See how it comes back. The same thing I'm saying about this. Let them have their meeting on Monday. See what comes back. Oh, I'm with Why you on that. Speculating. I, I'm with you on that. Why are we put this in the, the air? Well, but Bernard, we're not just pulling it out of thin air. But I, I, am, I agree with you completely. What I want, Bernard, what I want is, is on Monday night for us to learn, and hopefully we do, that if the chief is ousted, why? Like you said, a performance, or like you were referencing, a performance-based list of reasons or factors. If the traffic is one such thing, that would be a factor in your opinion. Let me ask you this. I only got 30 seconds. Then I gotta, I'm, I'm late already. 30 seconds. Do okay. you think? Do you think that, based on your opinion, do the deficiencies of the police department... And you laid out one in terms of traffic. Does does it all rise to the level of removal of this chief, in your opinion? Should he be removed for the issues that you lay out? No, I don't. But he should be evaluated. Just like anybody else who has a job performance type job. Mm-hmm. And your performance is not up to grade, let's evaluate it. But don't let's let's not just speculate, hey, he's not black or whatever. The, Nine out of a bunch of the police officers who work in Milwaukee don't live in Milwaukee. They call it a hellhole. But they come and take the money. They do their overtime and all the other stuff, and they go back out to Whitefish Bay, Green Bay, or wherever else they're staying. Nobody's saying nothing about it. They could care less about our community. But you're talking to a resident that stays in the city. Mm. Something has to be done. And his performance needs to be evaluated, just like your performance. If you're not doing whatever you, it is going to be evaluated. But that's not to speculate to say, hey, we're talking to sources. And they say, oh, he's not black. That's divisive. It's appalling. And it doesn't do anybody any good. Let's see what happens Monday, what they say. Bernard, let's go from there. Let's find out what happens Monday night, and hopefully we can uh, circle back sometime next week and and talk through whatever we learn, okay? I appreciate your call and your perspective. Thank you. Bernard, weighing in. I'm late. Let me take a quick break, and then we'll check in with Melissa in the Breaking News Center. Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. There is one more question that I have, and... Let's be honest, I think it's a question that has to be asked. And it's a question that Morales may very well ask in a moment. First to Oak Creek, it's Mabel. Hi, Mabel. Oh, Mabel. Mabel in the OC. Mabel in the OC, going once, going twice. Mabel in the OC has hung up on us. How about that? She's better than that normally. She's usually a reliable texter and caller. Well, at any rate, here's the question. Here's the question. If you're Morales, do you not ask yourself, what's the point? I mean, think about that. If you're Alfonso Morales, you have to be, at least at some point, I would have the question go through my mind, what am I doing? What more do I have to do? What now? I, he, I know he's a he's a he's a Milwaukeean through and through, a, an MPD member for decades. He's he is Milwaukee, so it's a more difficult decision than if you're somebody maybe who got the job from from another community or another state, and you've you've been in it for the length of time he has. And hey, I'm not from here originally. Uh, I'm going to go back to. The, my, my home state and just forget it. But so it makes it tougher for Morales because of his ties to the city. Sure. But I, I can't help but put yourself in his shoes and say, you know what, guys, 
We'll work on a settlement and good luck to you. <laughs> I'm out. I've tried. I'm trying. I'm clearly not somebody that is wanted by maybe members of the Common Council, certainly not the FPC, potentially, maybe not even the mayor of this city. It's not worth it. It's not worth my trouble. You have to, um, you know, because you have to factor, let's say he's he, he he's still in office after Monday. Well, what is that going to do for him moving forward when it comes to policy and directives and is now every move if it wasn't already is not every move going to be can you scrutinize it even more can you put it under uh, you know an even stronger magnifying glass is he asking himself am i going to be going through this again in another six months six months ago i just got a four-year deal and six months from then we're going through this Who's to say in six more months we're not going to be going through it again? So it it is not lost on me that Alfonso Morales himself may be asking, why bother anymore? Why bother at this point? She's back. She's good. I think we got her. Mabel, take two for Mabel Hi, and Oak Creek. Up. Take two. Go ahead, Mabel. Can you hear me, Scott? Yes, go ahead. Okay, sorry. I, I am your normal listener with you in Pancake at Night, so I'm <laughs> glad you're taking Jeff's spot. Hey, I hope Alex is still on the line because he may remember this. I enjoyed listening to what he had to say about their backings. This was back when Police Chief Areola was here quite a long time mm-hmm. ago, and I thought it was a program that was presented either to him or the then Milwaukee County Sheriff. And it was for people with vehicles, and you had to have special certification to do this. It was called COPP, C-O-P-P, Citizens on Phone Patrol. And I think it was presented by a cell phone company, so there was, like, virtually no cost to it. And I really think that program would be beneficial if it was handled properly for this current police chief. So things that were initiated way back then that didn't take off, because even though I don't live in Milwaukee, I see a lot of what's going on. I've lived in Wisconsin for very many years, lived in Illinois a few years. I created National Night Out in two communities here in Milwaukee, in Oak Creek and in Illinois. And I back our law enforcement officers as best I can mm-hmm. when they need extra eyes, when they have certified people instead of some person just flying off the handle. And I, I do feel that police chief Ariola needs better tools of Morales. communication. Yeah, you, you mean I'm Morales. Sorry. No. You're right. You're no. right. You know where I'm at. Yeah, no, you know I do. Thanks, Mabel. But I know. It's just, it's, it's hard. It is. It, it, th- thanks for the call, Mabel. Um, yeah. Is that something they could reintroduce? I'm not sure of that program or that device she was referencing. I'd have to educate myself on it. But I don't know. But bigger question. Is anything that Morales has done... To this point, does this warrant his dismissal? Vincent, Mark, hang on, you're next. 855-616-1620. It's a difficult conversation to have. It's an emotional conversation to have. But the voices are there in support and critics. However, I would point out, now tell me if I'm wrong, Kyle. While we have had people call in, handful of them, critical of the chief, um, and bring up some legitimate... I think some legitimate points of contention. We haven't had anybody say it rises to the level of his dismissal. Not wholeheartedly. They have said he should be reviewed. So even the critics, I just would point this out, and it's anecdotal. It's it's those of you who are who are calling into this radio show. It's anecdotal, but the critics that that we've talked to this afternoon to this point that have brought up. Again, legitimate complaints. No one, unless I'm wrong, no one has said, and because of that, he needs to go. No one has said that yet, which is interesting. You're listening to Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. A couple more calls here on this. Let's go to Kenosha. Let's talk to Mark. Hi, Mark. Good afternoon. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you. 
You know, I called in because I heard you ask, uh, why would he stick around? Because everything he do is going to be even scrutinized further. Uh, I'm under the opinion that public officials and public servants should be always under a high degree of scrutiny and accountability because that's just part of the job. That's what you sign up for is you have to be accountable and people are supposed to be watching what you do, making sure you're doing it right. So I'm not going to try to debate whether or not what he did rises to the level of firing or not, but I do strongly believe that we always should hold them accountable and scrutinize highly everything they do because that's the position that they chose to be in, and, and that's what's required of it. That's a good point. That's a good point, that's Mark. I, I, you, you know, it's, it's a very good point. I, I think... When I said what I did just a couple minutes ago, I guess, I I guess I, I I differentiate legitimate scrutiny of a of, a, of an official, elected or otherwise. I, I differentiate legitimate scrutiny from let's play games, let's play political games, let's put you under the microscope. Not so much because of anything performance-based, but because you rub maybe people the wrong way, or we allow, we being the reviewing body, whoever that is, we allow our personal feelings or political leanings to influence our intensity of our reviewing process. Does that make sense? I I agree with you totally, Mark. I agree totally that you're right. I'm not looking to... To, to have a police chief or a governor or a mayor or a council member. I'm not looking to keep any of them from being under a microscope in that we need to have an eye on our, our people of authority and, and in a position to affect our lives. I'm with you on that totally. I, I and maybe I did a poor job of, of lumping everything under one broad umbrella. I guess I, I was thinking anyway, more along the lines of, I'm going to scrutinize your job because I just don't like you or you think differently from me in a political realm and things like that. So that is, I guess, why I I make the point of six months from now, is are we going to be going through these games beyond normal scrutiny, normal review process that every and any police chief should undergo? So I, I'm right, glad you I brought that up. I, that. I'll clarify that a little Thank more. You. Thanks, man. I appreciate the call, Mark. Northwest side, it's uh, Vincent. Hello, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Your thoughts uh, on this? <laughs> my, my thoughts are the fact is, is that I, I do support Chief Morales. Uh, the fact is, I think, uh, and I also agree with the last caller and the caller before, that that you know officials need to be reviewed at, at periodical mm-hmm. period, periods of time. In their in their tenure, the fact is is that uh, there are some things going on in this city that that somehow uh, you know, need to be solved, and uh, I think the mayor needs to be scrutinized as well. I think he needs to have a review as well, because uh, he, he's a mayor of this city, and uh, and so the things that uh, Chief Morales is going through, he's going through as well. But also, I also think that uh, Milwaukee needs to citizens need to figure out what they want. You know, do you know? Do we want to defund the police department, which means that there are going to be less police officers on the on the on the streets to patrol? The fact is, uh, do we want police officers out there really stopping these individuals, uh, arresting them, and, and putting them through the through the judicial system so they won't be back out on the street? Or are we going to call them be unoccupied force that are out here just uh, stopping people for no reason? You know, and, and the fact is, is that police officers are not going to be on every corner or on 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 every stoop or or, or stoop uh, stoop on people's houses in this city. People in this city have to be accountable for what's going on with the mayhem that's going on in the city. Police officers can't stop a lot of crime. What they do is investigate crime. So, so we need to figure out in the city what we want. Do we want a strong police force that are, that's out here doing their jobs the proper way and getting these individuals off the street, and and, and uh, that, which means a lot of individuals are going to go to jail. So we can't complain that there's why are we all are seeing all these black folks going to jail because these black folks are causing problems in the city and they need to go. 
So, so I, I think the citizens, we've had several police chiefs, from Arthur Jones until, uh, until Morales now. And, and every time somebody comes up with an idea, Chief Jones had the uh, broken windows policy. Mm-hmm. And people complained about that, that he was too strenuous, that he was stopping people and, and, and uh, uh, basically taking cars from individuals there out of creating, creating a traffic violations and things of that sort. And we complained about that. Let me ask so you this, Vincent, to, because uh, I have to sit down and evaluate yeah. the kind of police force we want in this city. Let me ask you this, Vincent, because you're a longtime listener, longtime caller, and uh, I believe a lifelong resident of Milwaukee, correct? Yes. Who's the in your in, in your experience in, in your life as as you've watched this city? Who's been the best police chief in your opinion? I'm just curious. Who do you think was the best for 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 all the factors that everybody always brings up? Well, I think Chief Arthur Jones was okay. the best police officer that we had in the city, and and the fact is that he he was he was he's a forceful police officer. He understood the, the, the broken windows policy, which he tried to put into place in this city, uh, to basically uh, understand that if we don't deal with the smaller things, the smaller crimes in this issue, it creates it, it begins to fester into uh, to larger uh, issues that we have in the city. But the fact is, he he caught excuse my language, he caught hell every day. You know, people complained about you know the officers complained about he was he, he made them do overtime and he. he they, uh, the, the the police union didn't back him up, so he caught hell every day. But he tried to change the the the, the, the mentality of this the, the police force, and 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 try to change the issues out in the city. So I thought he was the best police officer so far. I'm just curious about that. that, that that's something that I I should ask more people who have been in Milwaukee, maybe not for their life, but for you know for for a good chunk of time. I'd be curious how they answered. Thanks as always, Vincent. I appreciate the call. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see um, Monday, Monday night, Tuesday morning could be very, very interesting here in this city.